Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley. Well, welcome back. I'm here, so it must be Friday. So welcome back to the James Stentley Show, where we don't think outside the box because, hey, there is no box. Look, I'm excited today for many reasons. You know, today's show, I was going to talk about uh, my book, The Five Frequencies of High Performance, and just kind of go through some of the chapters and some of the content in this book. And it's really about frequency. And I was looking at chapter two. It says, break away to break through. And break away to break through. You know, uh, Deepak Chopra once said that real life will constantly create its own reality. And that means we're always going to keep evolving through life. And that's what I love about it. Even when you're a small child, you know, you, you have to develop through life mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, spiritually. You just develop, develop, and, and it really never ever stops, you know, until we leave here. And then who knows, it may keep going from there. But, you know, I have a special guest, and I just want to kind of anchor uh, that topic of this chapter, Breakaway to Breakthrough, because this gentleman I'm going to introduce to you guys, my special guest, my brother. He hails out of uh, Los Angeles, California. That's where he resides. He was one of the top promoters in the entire state of California. And maybe now one of the top promoters in the entire world. And to watch him evolve through the different things he's gone through, whether it be challenges and the victories and the other challenges and the challenges that come with the victories. Uh, he's doing some phenomenal work and has dedicated his life uh, to serving others, to making a difference. And he inspired myself and my wife, Kara, to start our nonprofit, Already Always Amazing. Now, this is a special day for us because not only do I have him on with us, but tonight we're having our closing ceremony for Destination Safe Haven, where every summer, this is our third year, uh, that they, we have, a, well, the program's been going on for 13 years. This is our third year sponsoring that program and adding to it our book writing and publishing uh, contribution there. And so tonight in Chicago, uh, we're going to celebrate our children who's gone through the summer, and they're with us five days a week, about 75 to 100, and uh, from 8 o'clock to 4 p.m., 4.30, to the parents get off work. And uh, we cater delicious, great gourmet breakfast and, and gourmet lunch, teach them how to cook this stuff as well. And, um, and they learn how to make reading and math and science fun and leadership make leadership something that makes them hold their head up straight and stick the chest out, you know, and I like that. And we have some, some great things happening, and it's all because of this guest that I'm going to bring to you right now. So tonight, we actually are going to, uh, we've got donations from some of our friends that we're going to give, one for 5000 one for 10000 one for 20000 and this is going to be the first time we've actually raised money for our end of this program to, to help finance the staffing as well as the meals and now some different excursions. And for Jesse White, for those of you who live in Illinois, he's our Secretary of State. And now we're part of his um, Jesse White Foundation with the Jesse White Tumblers. And he's gonna bring his tumblers next year to do an event in the parking lot or the gymnasium of the Third Baptist Church of Chicago on 95th and Ashton, where we conduct all this other good stuff. So having said that, I wanna just move along because I got a lot of stuff to share with you. Uh, I have a special guest. Uh, this gentleman is the founder of the City Gala and the City Summit. He's launched his own nonprofit now, and he's so passionate about helping others, whether it be uh, through the sex trade, which is really huge. He uh, associates himself with people who want to feed the hungry people, not just in the city, but throughout the world. He understands how important it is to have a, a big vision. He has a heart of gold. He was very, um, uh, 
he's very honored me so many times, but to be the recipient of the first Legacy Award there and to be there in the same company with people like Matthew McConaughey and, and Ashton Kushner and, and Frank Sankowitz from Maple Wish Foundation, Greg Reed, uh, Three Feet from Gold and Secret Knox. And uh, it just goes on and be in the room with Buzz Aldrich. I mean, God, this man went to the moon. <laughs> first of all, I don't want to talk anymore. Ryan Long, are you there? James. Thank How you, you doing, buddy? Dr. Dentley, it's always a pleasure. Well, man, look, you, you so documented, we ran out of paper. If I could talk about you, I need to scroll. I just have to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> man, they can't, pay me, they can't pay you enough to, to give a, a, a long introduction like that. I don't, oh, I don't, I don't know who put you on the payroll, but I'm certainly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly happy, man. I, I really appreciate you, and, and you've just been such a phenomenal support, advisor, uh, leader, leading by example, speaker, you you just continue to give and give and give. Sponsor, you pour in your love. I'm so grateful for you, man. Well, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. And you know what? Um, I believe that years ago, in 1999, I, I wrote a program, a Millionaire Aptitude Program. And part of it said, you keep what you have by giving it away. And I found through not just being on the board of a nonprofit or working with nonprofits, and we all have to do the best we can because whatever we can contribute is enough and is important. But now we're able to start scaling it and start bringing other people in and, and creating a bigger vision. And that happened because of you. So can you share with our audience a little bit about your story and what, what did you start and what got you to the point that you are today? And then we'll pick it up from there. Yeah, yeah. And thanks for that, man. Because I, 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 anytime you give me a chance to talk about my mom, my grandma and my granddad, you know I'm going to do it. You know, yeah. you know me, James. <laughs> so, you know. Mom had me uh, out of wedlock. Uh, I was born with a congenital foot disease known as club foot. And uh, uh, the circumstances that I was born into led, led us into, into this whole thing where we had to figure out how to elevate ourselves out of poverty. Born into poverty, lived in the hood, you know, surrounded by uh, uh, gangs and drugs and violence. Mom was the only white lady in the, in the uh, welfare line. You know, uh, I learned a lot of things about uh, race, culture, uh, what to do, what not to do. But we always had this this true north, which was this is like, look, you are taught strong family values. And as a, as a kid, you know, all of the love from the home and the environment that my mom and my grandma uh, and my granddad gave to me, uh, really, the, the 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 lessons that I learned were the first things first. Granddad pulled me aside. We bonded over baseball, and he he gave to me this this sort of work ethic, this this thing where it's like he came to me, watched me play uh, a little league baseball game, and you know how it is when you're when you're young and you're trying to impress somebody. So I'm like 10, 11 years old, and uh, Granddad comes to the, to the baseball game for the very very first time, and I go up there three times in a row. So, I, man, I could have killed a bird with the the whiff, the the air that was going by 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 swinging and missing at, at the baseball game. I struck out three times in a row, and I was dejected. I was de I was inconsolable. So, but but one thing that that my grandfather noticed, and one thing that was just such a blessing out of the whole thing about striking out, believe it or not, there was a blessing in there, and that was he noticed my bat speed. So he call he he calls my mom that day, and I'm I'm sulking in bed. I am sulking. 
I am like, you know, embarrassed and humiliated and, and you know, it's the end of the world because I struck out three times. Right. He calls my mom and he says, you know, I think Ryan's got some, some real natural uh, talent. I would like to work with him. I would like to take him to the batting cage. And in true form as a, as a young adult, what is, what is, a, what is a young, you know, preteen, you know, adolescent? They don't want any help. I didn't want any help. No, 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 no. Tell granddad, I'll figure it out. Mom, please tell granddad, I will figure it out. Next time he comes to see me, he's going to be so proud. And uh, I'll never forget this. My mom, who was a tough lady, tough. When you raise your, you know, uh, three kids on your own in, in the hood, you know, you are, you, you, you just tough. And yeah. so she would, always, yeah. she would always speak with this authoritative sort of you know, you're going to get up, you're going to go, you're going to do this, you're going to go to school, you're going to get better grades. And at this very moment, she knew her son. And my mom said with the most gentle voice that I've ever, ever heard her speak, she said, just give your grandfather a chance. Just go one time to the batting cages. And we went and I swung that day until my hands bled. Mm -hmm. But, but the very next week, on the weekend, which was the time of the Little League baseball game, I hit a triple and a home run. Wow. And that was, that was the first thing. And, and then I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get back into the batting cage. Are you kidding me? Take me every day. Let's go. Let's swing. Let's work. Let's go. We're winning now. And so it was just a phenomenal lesson. Work ethic, mentorship, uh, practice, practice, you know, take joy in the practice. Take yes. You know, and, and so Grandin and I are bonding. I'm hitting. Now I'm, I'm hitting. You can't get a ball past me. You know, uh, it was just fantastic. It changed my entire life. It, wow. I, I could have been a kid that just went around getting in trouble all the time. But it changed me into to someone that was focused on a goal. And I got to bond with my grandfather. He was so proud. Thanksgiving, Christmas, he'd always be telling the family, Ryan's got a game coming up. He's the best on the team. He's going to hit another home run. Yeah, it's it it a great atmosphere. Good, great to learn from. That's 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 a part of my my childhood, uh, James, that that I, I, I really love. You know, we were we didn't have much, but what we did have was family and love and, and consistency and work ethic. And, you know, we had what we had and, and it formed it really formed the best parts of me. Man, you know what? It sounds so familiar because all I can see is Michael Jordan. He gets cut from his basketball team. He misses. 6,000 shots. He says, I missed the game-winning shot hundreds of times. I failed, and that's why I succeed. And now he's one of the top five. There's only five African-American billionaires in our, in our country, and he's one of those five, man. It says it's the same story, man. When you quit, you just don't give up. But you get that mentorship, that guide, you become coachable, and then you find out things. You find out that you didn't know what you didn't know. And then you fall in love with something that you wanted to kind of reject. And most of us go through that life. Now, let's move it up forward because uh, we got the City Gala. We got the City Summit. Some other new things that are coming up. I don't know if you want to talk about them now, but if you do, I want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> so, so let's talk. How did you move into a life uh, now of giving and, and creating organizations and working with nonprofits? Man, you know, the, the thing is, is that, all right, so when you grow up in a certain way, when you, when you grow up and, and you ain't got nothing, uh, in my uh, early 20s, I found out that I was going to be a father. So uh, history was going to repeat itself. My mom had me out of wedlock. Here I come. You know, I'm 21 years old. Guess it's time to have a baby son. 
guess it's time to have a son. And uh, I, I learned that I was going to be a father. And, and here's the thing. My uh, birth father was not a part of my life. He, he was absentee. When he was a part of my life, he was abusive, uh, both verbally and physically. Uh, just, just horrifying. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have my granddad who was supportive and he was there. He, he was always there. And um, he just represented all the good, good parts of me. So, you know, in, in, in the beginning of my career, you know, straight out of the gate, I learned that I'm going to be a dad. It's time to hustle. I wanted to be everything like what my grandfather was like and nothing like what my, my dad was like. So I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a part of my son's life. I'm going to go get a job. And what was natural for me, because I played, I was, I, I was then, an, you know, all-star football and baseball player in, in, in high school. I played baseball in college. Um, it was, it, what came easy to me was becoming a personal trainer. That was just the most, uh, 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 uh straight path for me to just say, you know what, I'm going to make money. I'm going to help get people in shape. And so I started doing that. And what's the first thing that you do when, when, you know, you're a poor kid and you start making some money, I get successful at personal training. Yes, you're damn right. I went out and bought a car and not just any car. It has to be a Lexus. Cause I'm dumb. I'm dumb as a box of rocks, you know? So I am driving around in this Lexus. I'm, I'm a personal trainer. I am providing for my son. So I am doing that. And I climbed the corporate ladder at LA fitness only to, uh, uh, have this, this effect of like, I'm making money. So I want to show people that I'm making money type of, uh, uh, thing. So a couple of the personal trainers come to me and they, they say, you know, Hey Ryan, we want to start this nightclub business. Wow. We, we, we want to, you know, uh, can, can you help us? Can you give us a little bit of money? We want to rent out this nightclub. We're going to have, we have all this plan and Ryan, you're going to make $10,000 a week cash. We're going to have a thousand people, 20 bucks a head. That's 20,000 a week. You know, you're going to keep half of it. So that's $10,000 cash a week. Give us the money. All right. <laughs> Sign me up. Let's do it. So I, I gave him the money. Man, we felt so bad. James, we had we had less than 25 people at the first. <laughs> and I think we had only like four or five people pay to get in. Brother, when I say it was a disaster, we had Spinderella from Salt and Pepper and mm-hmm. Salt and Pepper as the as the yeah. uh, the DJ. Yeah. He walked out. Oh no. Man, I can't even, you know. You already paid me, keep the money, you know, so it's such a bad failure that I, I just, I, I can't, I can't express to you enough how embarrassing and, and, and terrible it was. Yeah. That started me on the path of like, okay, we got to make this right. We got to do this thing. So not giving up, putting the work ethic in, uh, uh, we start this weekly, uh, nightclub stuff. We're failing every week, failing every week. And, uh, what that did was that led me to, go into this uh, uh, nightclub environment. And again, I'm a young man. So uh, we're failing all the time and uh, I'm losing money every week. So I'm, I'm telling LA Fitness that I'm clocked in. Right. And I'm not, I'm not clocked in. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And they found out and they fired me. And all right. Hold it right there. Hold it right there. We got to go to commercial yeah. break. Now we're going to come right back and pick up for being fired from LA Fitness, losing all your money in the nightclub business, buying a Lexus with your first little bit of money, having a baby, And we'll be right back with your story in two minutes. 
Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Mental illness affects more people than you might think. Now there's a program that showcases support resources, how many people in our society view mental illness, and how the culture surrounding it is changing. Listen for We Are Hope with co-founder and host Sean Perry. Mental health is being seen as a public health crisis, and we want to help, support, and listen. You'll hear the discussions and conversations that need to happen. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel you're listening to black friday every friday here on the voice america empowerment channel grow evolve change You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Well, we're back here with Ryan Long, the founder of City Gala City Summit. I just got, we just got finished sharing the story of uh, six children peeing in my jacuzzi, but that's another story. Ryan, I want to take it back to you. So you get fired from LA Fitness and let's pick it up because I want everybody to know where this is going because when I met you uh, on your stage, you had Holly Berry, John Tavolta, Quincy Jones, um, uh, Russell Simmons, John Paul Agoria, and a host of incredible people in the audience that today I get to call many of them friends all because of you. So let's start from getting fired from LA Fitness and let's take this up to how did you get to where you are now? So look, look, LA Fitness finds out that I am lying to them, just straight up lying. Hey, I'm clocked in. I'm not. They fired me. I knew that my fitness career was over. That was it. I mean, no one's going to hire a fitness director or above at a at a big salary like what I was making, um, you know, so I could go to like competitors, Gold's Gym or something. They're, they're, they're not interested in that. So I knew that I had to make this nightclub promotion business work. And, um, it was tough, man. We started getting in, we started brainstorming all the ideas because we were failing so much. We were losing so much money and we finally did start to turn around and have some, some success. (laughs) The the, real real quick story. The first time we had success was there was this rap artist. His name was sugar free. He's, he's big on the West coast and, uh, we got his birthday. And because we got, got his birthday, man, a lot of people responded and, and it just, it, it blew up from there. So as uh, the first time we made money, it was the first time that we had success. The nightclub was actually full. And like, I like to joke about it now, but, but the guys that, that I worked with uh, that actually dragged me into this, this, this whole thing, 
we had like this emotional hug in the middle of the nightclub like that day because we had finally filled the nightclub up. <laughs> and so, but there was something about the nightclub promoting business. And as I started to get more and more into it, you know, the, the lure of Hollywood and, and the, the sex and the drugs and the rock and roll and all of that stuff, it really sucks you in. And, and when you're a young man in your twenties and you're, and you start to have some success in Hollywood. So now I'm doing Grammy awards after parties and I'm doing playboy and penthouse and hustler magazine. And just like, there's women all around and there's money and it's all about the bling bling. And James, I'm sorry to admit this to you, brother, but I was one of those guys wearing sunglasses in a nightclub. <laughs> sunglasses, brother. I'm over here wearing sunglasses in it. It doesn't get any more ridiculously worthless than that. There's, there is no more rock bottom than that. So here I am, I'm having some success. And what I start to realize is, is, is that I am, I am falling into the, to the alcohol and, and I'm losing sleep and I'm, I'm, I'm not doing the right things by myself. I'm living incongruent to the way that I was raised to be. Mm-hmm. I was raised by a sweet, loving family that was very, very conservative and humble and, and they're just genuine and kind. And, and here I am trying to be this, this big nightclub guy. And, uh, and then my grandfather uh, dies and, and he takes his life. And so wow. my mom and my grandma, first thing, because I was like a son to my grandfather. In fact, my last name, Long, is his last name and not my father's. Mm. So, uh, they go into to Ryan time to get married, time to have kids, time to, you know, you know, get, get yourself into the, into the way that your family has, has taught you to be. And so I did, I, I tried and I had one failed engagement. And then I, and then I got, uh, with another gal that was a total angel and I was trying to live this nightclub lifestyle and have these women and also have this personal life at home that didn't work. You know, she aborted, uh, uh, two babies. It sent me spiraling down. Um, and, and she was an angel. I, 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 I do not fault her at all for making those types of decisions, uh, with her body and especially the type of person that I was, was being at the time. And so I had to learn a lesson on how to pull myself out of, out of a depression. And that's when I started reading personal development and self-help books. Hmm. And many of the people that, you know, personally, uh, uh, James, uh, like Les Brown and Jack Canfield and, and Bob Proctor, people that you've, you've spoken with, you know, I, I started reading their books and I started really applying the, the knowledge that was in there. And one of the things was, was taking a, a just zeroing in on what my values are, who I am as a person and not acting against those values. Mm-hmm. So I made a decision and I was like, you know what, I'm going to use all of my resources to do something that helps people instead of trying to build myself up as, as some guy that, that, that's, you know, I'm going to push everybody out in, in the front. I'm going to start honoring people that have been doing the work. I'm going to start using all of my contacts in, in the, in the Hollywood, um, uh, in, in, in acting and, and musicians. I'm going to start using my contacts. I'm going to start raising money for, for charitable organizations. And that's when things started to flow. That's when things started to really, really take off. This is when I, I made the decision, like, look, this is not about me and serving my, my ego. This is about, this is about doing something good. And, you know, I grew up, I grew up in poverty. So I, I started to say, you know what, how can we feed hungry and shelter homeless and 
I, I grew up, I, I was abused by my dad very badly. And so I, I said, you know what, how can we help people that have been abused? So liberating and rehabilitating people that have been victims of, of abuse, like uh, human sex trafficking, or like what Halle Berry represents, which is, you know, she was beaten uh, multiple times by two of her ex-husbands. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, uh, she had a strong vocal stance on Here's what it's like. Here's what it's like when you are a victim of domestic violence and you have a big voice like what Halle Berry has, how much good can you do by going through that type of abuse and then speaking out against it? She yeah. does, she's tremendous. And, and you witnessed, you know, how tremendous she really, really is. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Okay. So I know we, we talked about um, uh, U4G and uh, we talked about, uh, City Gala, City Summit. So what is the City Gala? How did it start? How did you even come up with the name and and, and the mission? How did that begin? Well, man, so so I, I, I make this decision to to now start using all my resources for something, you know, that's bigger than myself, right? And when you have a goal that's bigger than you to help more people than you, you, you uh, sometimes it ain't just realistic straight out of the gate, you know? <laughs> you, gotta, you start thinking and dreaming of all this stuff and you know, in, in the books that I'm reading, like uh, Jack Canfield says in, in The Success Principles, he talks about, you know, big dreams a- attract big people. And so that's, I just, I just believed him. I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. And so I, I just started dreaming big. And before City Summit and Gala was, was formed, I was working project by project. That's how Unite for Good came about and Fame and Philanthropy and Fame at the Mansion and, and the United Nations uh, uh, event that I did. These things were um, were project by project. I, I I just had a vision, and I had people that wanted to co collaborate, and that's how we 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 formed up those those um, those projects. And then I decided somewhere in there, I said, you know what, we have to start to to make this a business and and something that that we can get it to be where it's more predictable. Mm-hmm. And one of the organizations that I raised money for uh, during fame and philanthropy. It's called Community Inspiring Today's Youth, C-I-T-Y, Community okay. Inspiring Today's Youth. Okay. And boy, did I love what they were doing, James. What they were doing was they were having, they were taking kids that had no access to funding, no knowledge on how to start a business, mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they're inner city underserved youth. And they were saying, here's the training, Here's the resources. Here's the advice to start and grow and sustain your own business. And these kids were so excited just to be in this environment, just to be able to, to, to learn a little bit about, about business. I was just so inspired by community inspiring today's youth. So we named the, the city gala C I T Y mm-hmm. after that, that organization. And we took that, that mission of, of serving underserved, uh, what I noticed was in in Hollywood, there's just there there Hollywood Beverly Hills. There's this whole community, and they they support each other, but they're all wealthy, mm-hmm. they're all famous. You know what about the little guys? You know what about already always amazing? Yeah. Already always amazing is phenomenal. That's you right. know, but, but we need the awareness out there. How do we how do we get this the the awareness to the startups to the organization? We we leverage some of the celebrity star power, and then we. We bring in uh, phenomenal organizations like what you've founded, Already Always Amazing. We leverage that star power and we helped 
we help nonprofits that are in their beginning to create the awareness. And that really was the fundamental uh, uh, value and inspiration for, for the city gala and, and yeah. we got to start. You know, it's, it's pretty interesting. I remember when we first met and um, uh, four people had called you about me and then they had told me about you and I just really wasn't interested. I'd already put a money into this other organization, didn't really know anything about anything, but uh, and then we talked the second time, and I was just compelled to just go check it out, just just be present. And so we invested and, and went on down there. And I was able to be quiet and just watch the room. And I saw a lot of people that I knew, but and I'm looking at the star power. And I understood that when you can get Holly Berry was there, John Travolta was there on that one. I understood that when you can get people like that to the room, well, you can bring other people to take to look look at what you're doing a little bit different, you know. Uh, they begin to, it becomes more believable. They want to be around those people, especially hearing their stories and, and seeing the human part of them and now outside the big screen. And be, But before that, you had another one with Diddy and, and uh, Richard Branson, right? Is that the first one you had? Yeah, well, that was the first ever under the name uh, uh, City Summit and Gala. Yeah, okay. it was. Um, and, you know, to, to talk about guys like, for example, uh, uh, Sir Richard Branson, you know, he created this entire... Uh, uh, foundation. His, his, his foundation is called Virgin Unite. Uh, and, and here's here's a guy that owns over 400 companies, right? So the ultimate entrepreneur, uh, fantastic for community inspiring today's youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his his foundation serves all of the things, all of the things that, that inspire us. And, and I, I just love to have him out and we were coming off the heels of that one when you and I met. So mm-hmm. you, you already knew that we had done some, some things that were pretty, uh, pretty cool. And it was our first time sort of starting to serve the entrepreneur community because mm-hmm. what we noticed was who was cutting the biggest, ch- other than, you know, Fortune 500 companies that, you know, will cut you a check and put their name all over something. The people that cut the biggest individual checks are business owners, are entrepreneurs that are, that are successful. And so... You know, we have guys like you out there and, and, and people that, that really uh, care about developing their, their own uh, business, continuing their own education, all, always sticking and being in the environment of successful uh, entrepreneurs and, and people. And so for, for that, we, we had that city summit and then we followed it by honoring, you know, uh, I think John Travolta was the keynote speaker, but we started, we, we honored People like Russell Simmons and and uh, Quincy Jones with a lifetime achievement. Do you remember James? Do you remember his his acceptance speech? I got it recorded. You got it recorded? <laughs> yes. Oh man, you got to share that with me. I don't even. <laughs> I want to watch it again because it was just so epic. And and you and 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 what I didn't know, you know, they sent that video in that intro video mm-hmm. uh, uh, for Quincy, the one that that played at the Walt Disney Concert Hall. Yeah, they said, bro. They sent that video in, like right before the the event. So we didn't have any time to like prepare or know what it was, mm-hmm. and then and then it plays, and it's like everybody in the entertainment business: Will Smith, Oprah, you know, Russell Simmons, who was there. Uh, it's just everybody thanking Quincy Jones, man, and and John Paul DeJoria, who presented. He was returning. To, mm-hmm. to, to now give the, the uh, to pass the legacy of, of the Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. Um, John Paul said to me before Quincy came out, he was like, yo, that guy, that guy deserves 10 Lifetime Achievement Awards. Wow. And so 
to have you as an honoree and follow the legacy of, of all of these things was just such a, a heartwarming experience, especially coming off the heels of, of the way that we met and like 95 people trying to hook us up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So the, the city gave us there. The city summit is business acceleration. I remember, I remember being at the city summit and um, we had a list of incredible speakers on the stage and it literally had to be, man, almost like over a hundred billion dollars of collective revenue in the room, sharing principles, their stories, giving access. And then we go to these folks and they would give you their card and continue to build those relationships. I mean, the, the thing is so incredible because so many people want to be able to get into a, a room where they can have some access, but people already successful want to be in a room with like-minded people. They do, and everybody's focused on how do we make a bigger difference together? Because one person can't do it. You know, it takes us all. So now what's next? We're going, now you, you, you're going to start teaching people how to do events. We've got another gala. Are you able to talk, talk, talk about who's going to be at the next gala? I, you know, I can't make the announcement yet. I, 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 I have the, uh, I have the offers in and one, the, 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 the very, very moment that we get an acceptance of, of the offers, you will be the first to note, uh, uh, Dr. James Entley. And because, because, because I said to myself, you know what, I, I need to diversify my, my, my revenue. I need to start making more money in all of these different areas. It's, it's something that you taught me. Hey, man, don't go broke trying to help the world, you know. And so, so I, yeah. I said, I said, well, what are the things that I can do? What are the other things that I can do so it's not just feast or famine, you know? Mm-hmm. And one of the things was like, man, I could teach a master pl- master class on how to promote. Yeah. And the first person that I called was you. Because I knew that it wasn't going to be about ego. You're going to give me sound advice and that you're already doing it. And you're already successful at doing it, at teaching people how to be a phenomenal speaker like you, teaching people how to uh, uh, be a phenomenal business owner like you. So I said, you know, I'm going to call James. I'm going to ask him a little advice about before I before I start teaching this masterclass on how to actually form the business around it. And so now that I got that advice from you, now we have the idea because I know exactly how to teach people how to promote their event. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? For 17 years, that was 17 years ago that I was a rookie, James. I ain't no rookie no more. So, <laughs> so, so 17 years of, of uh, uh, putting together events and now at the highest, highest level of events, I want to give that back to people. I want to teach people, man, the, the most common question I get is, how did you get Matthew McConaughey? How did you get you know, uh, John Travolta, how do you get them interested in your event? Right, right. And there, there are techniques. There yeah. are, there are a lot of techniques that you, you have to know, you have to know the psychology of, of what they have going on in their lives and why they would be interested in, in getting involved with your event. Yeah. Networking at the top, you know, learning how, learning what is interesting to people and then identifying some case studies out there. There's a case study that, that I would like to present to people on a guy named P.T. Barnum. Now, if, 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 if the people that, that, that are uh, uh, listening to us are not familiar with P.T. Barnum, Barnum and Bailey Circus, this was, not, this was not a promoter that had the joy or luxury of having Facebook and Instagram and you know, LinkedIn and all this stuff where just you could just shoot out the information and, and, and develop a whole bunch. You are standing on the street on, a, on the top of a barrel shouting, 
Yes, Yo! Right. I got the best circus in town! Baby, hold on, Ryan. We got to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. I love P.T. Barnum. We'll come right back with Ryan Long and pick it up from P.T. Barnum and Circus Man on top of a box shouting. Ah, that's what it all begins. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red Set. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, we're back with Ryan Long, the founder of the City Gala and City Summit. And now you have another nonprofit that you're launching as well. Can you tell us a little, little bit about that and, and what's next with the City Gala? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so nonprofit-wise, nonprofit-wise, I set up my foundation uh, as what we really, really, really want to represent. And this is this. <laughs> there it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. That is the Legacy Award, Dr. James Dentley, from 2018. And and we were so ble- I was so excited to give that to you, brother. And and just to, to all the listeners out there, James has this, this way of capturing uh, the attention of everybody in the room. And it's, it has nothing to do with anything about his ego. He, he in his acceptance speech, throws his elbow over, over the uh, podium, leans into the microphone and delivers 90 seconds of the most phenomenal wisdom and, and, and humility and gratitude for being honored with our, our, our legacy award. I was just so excited about that. And then, and then, just because he's cool like that, James goes ahead and says, hey, brother. He calls his brother up, and his brother is Les Brown, for, for those that don't know. Hey, brother, I think you should get involved with this place. Les, you need to come out and accept the next, and just, I, I, just the coolest thing in the world. I, I appreciate you, Love it. Yeah. Uh, James. So thankful. That's the coolest thing. So thankful. Okay, back to you. I, I, I got lost for a second. All right. We got, we got, we got 
13 minutes to find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the foundation. Yeah, I was talking about the master class. Yeah. Uh, we we left off at PT Barnum, but I'll go into the. Uh, no, no, the PT Barnum. Go PT Barnum. Go, go. We can always do it again next week. PT Barnum, start there. PT, okay. So, so we'll, we'll get back to Global Unity Foundation, but, but when I think of people that had to use every single resource that they had available to them to create the atmosphere and energy that you need to push people to say, yes, I will give you my hard-earned money to attend your event then I would like to, to, to take those case studies of, of the people that have been tremendously successful. You know, one of the best promoters of all time was Muhammad Ali. Are you kidding? That guy should, could sell ice to an Eskimo, you know, and, 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 and did it with pleasure. And, and I, love, I love using those, those types of case studies to say, you know what, here, is, here, here are all the things that I've learned and then, and then translate what, the, the heroes of yesteryear have done now with the awareness of today's technology and, and what today's climate and today's atmosphere, right? What is interesting to today's business uh, uh, community? Why will they give you money to attend? It doesn't matter what type of event that you do. If you're a speaker, entrepreneur, business owner, if you're just promoting uh, uh, something that you want to get people out to, to buy tickets to see your uh, your next uh, uh, film or whatever it is that, that you're doing, you know, I'm going to teach the fundamentals in the masterclass and, and that's coming up uh, uh, real soon. We've just put together the curriculum. I'm excited to, to give my knowledge out, out to people. And I, I think it'll be very, very useful. Um, but to segue back to uh, the global unity foundation. Uh, so global unity foundation is something that I, I know that, that I have to work on myself in order to create uh, uh, the unity uh, uh, in myself so that I can be an ambassador for Global Unity Foundation. So it is simultaneously something that I would like to project out into the world, but I, I, I know that I have to work on myself. And, and the, the mission of Global Unity is exactly what we've been talking about. It is, it is to further and develop nonprofit organizations that are feeding hungry, sheltering homeless, liberating and, and rehabilitating those that have been abused, uh, mentorship and education programs, uh, health and wellness programs across the board. We want to unite this globe in, in an effort to what is going to make us go forward. And, and that has everything to do with equal opportunity and access to every uh, gender, uh, race, Every every uh, uh, social uh, or economic uh, climate out, out there, we want to represent the best of of what humanity is. So, in, in fact, that is what the foundation uh, does and represents. That is so so incredibly cool. Now, a couple of you got a couple of events taking place. Um, is it coming up? What's the next event? So the next event, and, and I'm excited uh, because I know that I get to see you. That's going to be cool to hang out. Uh, November 23rd, 24th, we're going to have a city summit. It's a regional city summit. And all that means is that it's not our annual event. Uh, and this regional one we're going to do in Santa Monica, California. And what we're going to do is we're going to invite just the top business owners and business professionals. Uh, like James said earlier, 
you know, we're known for having uh, uh, billions and billions of, of dollars of net worth in the same room. But not only are they networking with you, they're teaching you every single tip, tool, and technique that they know. And they're giving you the, the education that you need as a business owner to be sustainable. And that is, a, that is an incredible environment to be in. So there's two fundamental things that, that you're going you're gonna to get from, from the Regional City Summit uh, in November 23rd and 24th. Uh, you are going to get an education like no other. And then you are going to be able to network and one business relationship, one relationship in business can change the entire trajectory uh, of where you're, where you're headed. It can give you the, the momentum that you need. It can give you the access that you need to either level up or create sustainability for yourself. And so November 23rd, 25th, I'm excited. CitySummit.co is, is, is where you can uh, find out more information. You can also join our network uh, at CitySummit.co. It's only $120 a year, and it'll give you access to the best in the business. So the $120 per year gets them what? Access to our regional and our annual city summit. The city summit. Wow. Okay. $120 a year, and you get to network and be in a room with some of the top business legends in the world, and they're accessible. They'll share with you, and you can even catch them from time to time in the restroom or right outside the door and have a great conversation and you never know who you're going to meet and who's going to give share some things, and you impact their lives, but then you can impact theirs as well. So the next City Gala is uh, Oscar weekend, and uh, tell, tell the audience a little bit about the City Gala. I, I think everyone should be there. I know everyone should be there. We take at least uh, uh, the last two, I think we had like 30 people with us, and now we want to take even 50 to 100 people with us. So why the City Gala? What's so special about it? Why should everyone show? You know, I, here's what I think. I think that that with with the entire experience, if, if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, aspiring business owner, you need this type of experience. You, you, you need to do this because what we have are people that have already accomplished the thing that you would like to do. If you're dreaming about something, you're dreaming about getting the ne- next level, or you haven't even started your business yet. You're, 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 you keep thinking about it. You want that freedom. You want financial freedom. You want, you want to be an entrepreneur. You want to make your own hours, be your own boss. This experience on, on the weekend of, of the Academy Awards has turned into a thing where I just look so, so forward to it because here's all this family, you know, getting together. And it really is a business community, but it's, it's like you're catching up with old, old friends and then you're meeting new friends. And that's the environment. It's a very welcoming environment. And so February 7th and 8th are the City Summit. And then February 9th is the City Gallup. So the entire experience is February uh, 7th through 9th in Los Angeles, City Summit and Gala. For more information, go to citysummit.co. And here's what's special about it. 2020 is a banner year. Now, we're going through all this stuff in in politics. And and believe you me, I pay attention. And the reason that I pay attention to politics is is that when when you're creating this thing that you want to have a voice in the world, a non-for-profit is actually a political statement. That's what it is. You're saying, I'm not going to wait. The only difference is you're, you're saying, I'm not going to wait for the government to do it for me. I am going to go out and do it myself. So I'm going to go out and feed hungry people. I'm going to go out and service veterans. I'm going to go out. You know, I'm not, I'm not waiting for someone to give me per- permission to follow my dream. I'm going to do it myself. And I think the, 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 the reason that you know, people are going to want to get involved, especially with a banner year, <laughs> like what we have planned, and 
you know, you know this, James, when we say we're going to have a banner year, man, we are going all out. We are going all out this year, 2020. We got to make a, a, a statement that in the, the political climate that, that we have, we have racial inequalities. We have, we have an environment that's not conducive to uh, uh, making progress in the world. And, and uh, believe you me, I followed the, the Tony Robbins uh, mentality, progress equals happiness. And that doesn't matter what uh, uh, area of life it is, whether it's your personal, uh, your finances, your family, your relationships, progress equals happiness. Yeah. And in this current political uh, uh, climate, you know, I, I, I feel like there, there's people that just want to sit still on this, this racial inequalities. They want to sit still on, or they want to even throw us backwards on, on what it means to be economically successful or, or the worldview of what the United States represents. So we're just going to go ahead and make our own statement. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make our own statement in, in the entrepreneur uh, and business community. And then on the evening of, of uh, City Gala, the evening of the Oscars, uh, as an after party, we're going to make a, 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 a statement in, in the political arena. And it's going to be this. It's going to be that we are going to get proactive on what our lives are going to look like and where we're going to put our time, energy, and effort to make this world a better place and give forward. Period. Period. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, as I'm, you're talking, and uh, I'm just really full because I'm, I'm, I'm going on this journey with you and I, and I can see your vision. And I almost didn't come to this. I said no initially. And just like with Total Life Changes, I said no initially and, and how it really blessed my life. And that means sometimes we don't know really what's good for us. We want what we want, but we don't want to do what we need. We don't want to eat our vegetables. <laughs> and uh, because of that, not only, you know, I talk to Wesley Snipes once every two or three weeks. You know, we, we always talk about doing cool stuff and Jeff Hoffman and, and all these other incredible people. But more than that, it's taken my, my life and Kara's life to a place of giving and serving with our nonprofits that were so passionate about it. And we caught that from you. I owe that to you and I'm forever thankful because it changed me and put something inside of me that, that drives me to move forward, not just in raising money and, and, and making things happen, but also in, in just in character and how I want to show up and how I want to, what example I want to set. And because of you, uh, as we're having our ceremony tonight, uh, we were able to take a ton of our kids from Chicago to Disneyland who all wrote their book and it came out because of you as well. So I thank you so much for all that you do for who you are. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. So I know they can go to citysummit.co and get more information. We're going to have more information about your program and teaching people how to create events. Look, I'm tired of going to these events. And you don't have anybody there. So we got to learn how to make great, great events. So I'm telling the audience out there, you guys got to know how to promote your event for the master. So in a parting words, what would you say uh, that, what would you say to people, why it's so special to be able to give and what part of the nurturing process of just life itself does giving give us when we're able to share our world, our life, our, our blessings with other people and to help them in any way we can to, to come back to who they really are and where they want to go. Yeah, you know what? I, I think that, that um, contribution is, is a human need. Uh, and, you know, saying things like what Tony Robbins says about you grow so that you can give it's a human need. You ever, you ever try to give someone a gift and they turn you away, 
you ever try to give someone advice and they shut you down? Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever try, you know, here, here's us saying, this is our, this is a human need mm-hmm. to uh, grow to a place in our lives where we can hand over a check to other people. And that just warms you up. And there's this thing about, about, about uh, uh, the way that life moves around when, when, you're in, when you're in that sort of flow. Uh, they say that gratitude for what you have brings more, more things in. Giving opens the doorway to get more. You know, I, I, don't, I think that it's a very, very selfish thing to, to grow so that you can give and to be someone that is, is known and seen as a giver. All of the people that have made history have made phenomenal contributions to uh, humanity. Yeah. Well, Ryan, I thank you for, for being on the show. You got to come back, of course, as we get closer to our different events. I look forward to coming out to California, man. I really thank you. I love you. I love your family. Tell your mama I said hi. Hey. And um, let's go out there and keep growing so we can keep giving. <laughs> Ryan Long, everybody, from City Gala, City Summit, City Gala, if you live on the west coast of California, City Summit. If you live in the Chicago, City Gala. <laughs> Ryan Long, thank you for being on the show, my friend. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You got it. That completes our show. Remember, we don't think outside the box because there is no box. But now it's time to grow. It's time to give. It's time to get going. It's time to do it right now. God bless. Peace. We'll talk to you guys next Friday. Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.